right, welcome to another episode of Do The Math. All right, here we go, man. We're week three. We actually, um, it's Monday night right now, Monday night football going on between the Cowboys and Philly. You know, as I know, I have quite a few games coming down depending on these players in this game. So I'm on the edge of my seat right now watching. Um, you know, you're tuning into the podcast. I'm your host, comedian Jerome Tennyson. And thank you guys for listening and I hope you continue to listen. And I brought along some special guests with me um, again this episode. Um, introducing, he's been on a few of episodes already. You know, you guys have, the fans have spoken and said, hey, we want to hear some more of them. So I had to bring them back again. If you guys can make some noise all the way from Canada, give it up for Neil. Hey, what up, Jerome? Good to be back. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Good to be back. Uh, since uh, how long do I have to be uh, a special guest? Until I'm, I'm a recurring regular there, Jerome. Yeah, you know what? Let me retrain. Let me, uh, you know, restate that. A recur- recurring regular. New. There you go. Promoted. Yes. Doing? Yes. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, you yeah. know, thanks. Thanks for coming on. You know, I'm providing your insight. We appreciate you. Um, and then also, I have another special guest, the legend. Give it up for the legend, fantasy football expert himself. Um, you know, a lot of you guys tuned in and were excited. You know, when he was on last time, the streets have spoken. So I was like, okay, I have him come on again. You know, it's my brother. Um, you know, I've been wanting to get him on. He finally got on. And then, you know, it was, it was, it was su- such a good podcast that I was like, there's no way we're not bringing him back. Make some noise for Legend Jerry, Jerry Tennyson. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Thank you, man. I just had some uh, Pedialyte just um, getting over this hangover. Um, you're not a true <laughs> fantasy legend until you have to break in your own house. I went out trying to go to the store to get the Pedialyte, realized <laughs> I grabbed the wrong keys. Oh, so then shit. I had to break into my own house. I had to hop the gate, and then I go over to the side window, and I had to... I had to come through the side window, man, and it, you know, I, I'm, I got that quarantine weight on me, so I really had to <laughs> just really, really inhale and suck it all in to go through the, the kitchen, and the, and the dogs looking at me like, "What are you doing? What, what's going on? I could have opened the door for you." I'm like, Damn. I'm like, man, but yeah, I'm ready, man. Got the Monday night. Yeah, thanks for going. Thanks for coming home. I got three to four games in balance right now where you can go either way. Okay. Um, Amari Cooper is on my team, and I need him to wake up. <laughs> wake up. Right now, wake up, Amari Cooper. Um, before we continue, um, you know, I, I forgot. It. I'm going to get this right next time when I bring you on, uh, Neil. Reoccurring as well, and also an, also a fantasy football expert as well. Um, oh, thank you. You know, I forgot I to put the both titles in, in front of it. I'm, I don't want you to be like, I ain't never coming on again. He won't get my titles right. I heard you're very difficult to work with at times. So I got to make sure I got you right, you know. So, yeah, thank you guys for coming on. You know, I, too, have quite a few games that are in limbo. Limbo? Limbo or limbo? Limbo? Limbo. 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 I have quite a few games in limbo. Um, you know, it's coming down. Um, Dax has actually... Tony Pollard actually won me one already because I just needed just nice. a little bit from him. Uh, now Dax has to win me the rest of them. Um, so, you know, we'll see exactly how that goes. Uh, in fact, uh, me and Jerry are playing in two, two leagues this week, and it looks like we might go for a Uh-oh. split. Unless Tony Pollard Uh-oh. breaks off for a big run, then Jerry's in trouble. Hey, that's why I'm <laughs> watching, man. You know, 
I, 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 you know, I, I have um, some ethics when I watch the games. I don't wish injuries on my opponent, you know, players. <laughs> but you know, I've come yeah. close to wanting to do that because I want to <laughs> beat my brother so bad. I mean, that's the only games that matter to me. I'm like, they like, man, you won 15 titles last year, but I lost yeah. to my brother. Come on. Now. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. how, that, that's how it goes. Man. That's exactly yeah. how it goes. So right now we're looking at a split. You might win one. I win one. Uh, uh, we're not playing Neil in any leagues this week. Um, Jerry, you? No, you're playing Neil so. in any? I think I played Jerry in one league this week. Oh, oh, oh yeah, speak on it, guys. What? Okay. Don't don't be shy. What's going on in that Which one? Which one is it? Which one is it? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to check. But um, I thought I saw you there, but I could be completely wrong. Because I, I know yes. I get confusing because I kind of keep the same team name in almost all of them, in all the sleeper yeah. leagues, because, you know, it gets all over the place trying to keep track of who's who. But maybe I thought you kind of had the same name, but maybe you have a different one on this one. No, I have the same name. Maybe it was last week. Maybe I okay, yeah, I think I it was last week. Okay, because yeah, I was about to say, I would have circled that on my, um, my yeah, calendar and uh, paid attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't this week. Yeah, you you know what? Speaking of, of sleeper, before we really get started into it, um, you know, I'm gonna give them a shout out on Twitter. So, um, you know, I just want to speak on why I feel like Sleeper is one of the best fantasy apps, uh, the best fantasy football app, I should say. Um, it's just so far ahead of the game to me as far as a complete um app or complete site, because there's some sites that do this well but don't do that, you know. But they do everything to me. Well, they they do the dynasty, they do the redraft, they give you so many different scoring options. Uh and you know, I just I just like that a lot. You know, you could do pre tight end premium. There's some some things that you can't even do on other on other apps like uh ESPN. You can't even drop your guy, even if they're on the bench and they haven't played. So you know, I feel like uh, Sleep Rap is uh, the best uh, fantasy football app. Um, anything you want to add to that, Neil? Because you introduced me to Sleeper. So I uh, wouldn't have known anything about it other than I used to use yeah. it for fantasy news. And then you were like, hey, you got to play play, uh, play uh, in the league on this. And I was like, no, 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 man. I'm Yahoo all the way, man. I don't, I don't you know, I don't go away from what I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got Jerome trying to get a sponsorship from Sleeper there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I love it. I love it, man. Sleeper is great. I, I love it for Dynasty. I think it's one of the most interactive uh, Dynasty forms with the, you know, it makes it very easy to trade draft picks, things like that. You don't get confused. I love, like, the third round reversal that they do. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, what else? Like, there's, there's so many, like, options for Sleeper now that I love. I love how they have the chat. Most other, like, forums don't have. A chat feature like they do, you have to send messages or there's a chat board, but it's not really the same as Sleeper. Sleeper all has an active one, and it just uh, yeah, that's uh, that's big. yeah. And like you said the, the, the scoring options the, too. The I I have a couple complaints. It just for me, okay. Um, one is when they show you the update on like oh, um, Gronk gets a you know thirty yard play. It doesn't show me the score of that team. So, you know, then I have to, like, open it up and try to figure out which one it is. Yeah. And then also, I need notifications when Dalvin Cook is ruled out. I need to know that he's in – he's still in my active roster, you know. And if okay. I can get an alert for that, um, okay. that'd be great. Because okay. it used to work, and, and maybe it works on you guys' phone. But I know for me, no. it's like I, I didn't get an alert on that. And, and it's just sometimes it's hard to keep track of which player you have. 
And Especially when it's a game right. time decision, because going into the week, if somebody's ruled out on a Friday, I yeah. can I can adjust the roster. But if the idiot is is a game time decision, and then you know I'm screwed because unless you know I um unless they give me an update. Okay, so what I will say about that is um I love that you uh, presented that because this is one thing I love about Sleeper is I'm if you follow them on Twitter. People complain or have not just say complaints, but different things. They feel like they should upgrade or whatever. And Sleeper responds. I've had things where I've um, sent them a message on Twitter and they responded. And then they try to keep, you know, updating the, the app and, and site as much as they can. And, so, and now that we're in season, most things probably won't be updated for, until for next season. Uh, like they brought the auction draft this year. They have it to where you could do, a, you know, you could do 24 hour pick, you know, if you're drafting so far in the off season and all that kind of stuff. But um, I do love that they will have the update. So that that is something I, you know, you could tweet towards them. Hey, you know, because they, they ask questions like, what would make this app better? And you could say, hey, if you could tell me that Dal- Dalvin Cook is in your lineup and he's out, that would make it better. Or you say Gronk went for a long pass and scored in League of Champions or whatever league you're in, then you could know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Yeah, but 102 leagues, I would, I would have trouble getting like 50,000 notifications yeah. at one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the yeah, and so we, yeah. I will state that we are in multiple leagues. Again, I'm in 15, Jerry's in 18, and Neil is in 102 <laughs> leagues. <laughs> so, so take so take what we're saying. You know, we we're, we're experienced with with what app and what site works the best, and what we think it needs because we are in a ton of leagues and you're trying to juggle. You know quite a few leagues and stuff. All right, boys. Um, that, you know, shout out. So shout out to sleep rap, shout out to Austin Eckler, man. I'm trying to get you to send me a Jersey for so I can auction it off or raffle it off to my, I mean, my, not myself, sorry, my, uh, listeners <laughs> and, um, you know, send us out, man. You did well to the uh, last week, guest San Diego. Um, and- and you need to let them know you're married oh into being a fan. So yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm married into being the Chargers fan, man. So I, I have to watch the games oh now, and, I, and I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. And he's one of the big reasons him and Keenan Allen, you know, are a big reason why I became a fan of uh, the team. And now they have Justin Herbert, but um, and, and they have Duran Duran James, but uh, him and uh, Keenan Allen definitely were a big part of. And Melvin Gordon, uh, you know, I'm not gonna leave off Melvin Gordon. Can't disrespect the Melvin Gordon. He won me some fantasy uh-huh, games uh-huh. Uh, when he was with San Diego. So we'll keep it moving, progressing, got, guys. Oh, go ahead, Neil. I got another thing about the sleeper, though. Just one more thing about the sleeper. Go ahead. Um, with uh, with sleeper as well, there's two things that I didn't like as well. Like when you look on the desktop, the matchups are scrunched up so you can't see the scores. Oh, when yes. You look. Yes. Yeah, that's one thing I don't like so much. And also, for example, T. Higgins was ruled out um, or doubtful this week. And he wasn't doubtful. They had nothing in the sleeper app with his designation. So you couldn't even put him in your IR spot. Nothing like that. But that kind of annoyed me too. But with sleeper, you said that was for for T. Higgins? T. Higgins. Yeah, because he had the D by him, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't put it on sleeper for some reason. They had nothing next to his name, but um, you know, you can um, manage your notifications as well. So you know, yeah. you can just put your notifications to more most important leagues. You know what I mean? Okay. If you want. Those now, and I'll add one more thing. I'll add one more thing. One thing they can do that'll really put them so far ahead of all the other apps, really, too, is if you can have a your roster full, but add a person who's on IR straight into your IR without having to drop uh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that would be a game changer as well. The fact, because there are sometimes there's guys on IR and they're like coming back, but they're still on IR and you want to add them, but you don't want to quite drop a bench player yet. You should be able to add them into your IR spot. I think that would change the game too a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me nitpicking. Agreed. But uh, agreed. You know. So shout out to to the Sleeper app. Um, I'm going to tweet you. So <laughs> you know, shout out the podcast. Do the math podcast. Uh, this. Uh, so anyways, guys, we're into week three. This is Monday Night Football going on the score right now. Um, so you guys saying you guys have a couple close games uh, that you're pulling for certain players to to kind of go off. What players do you need, Neil? Who do you need? Uh, I need Zeke and then Dak to go off. And so far, Zeke's doing well, but Dak, it's actually well in the game, but fantasy-wise, he's it's all right. Nine-something, yeah. ten points, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, it could be better, but yeah, I need, I need Dak. Jerry? Yeah, so, you know, being in a bunch of leagues, it's like you it cuts both ways. Um, so, for the most part, I need Cooper to ball out and Goddard, right? Goddard in one league. And then in one league that I mentioned, I have Goddard, I'm going against Cooper. So if Cooper goes <laughs> off, he hurts me in that league, but he's going to help me in five others. So it's just like, yeah, right? you know, the, I, I'm just going what's best for me. So I just need <laughs> them, to, them to show out. As you do, um, as you should. Against you, I have Sanders, but I think in the Yahoo league, I'm up a little handily. So I think I'm good in that one. Yeah, but I, I gotta double check. But be careful because uh, uh, with the Cowboys being up, they might come and say, "Hey, let's just run the ball." And if they let my yeah. boy Pollard go to work on you and he busts like a sixty yarder and a touchdown, you in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, you are in trouble. Right? I know. That's why. That's why sometimes you think it's over, and then you look and you're like, "Oh shit, he got other players," <laughs> and then. You, you you look back and you're like, oh, I was only up 20 and now, yeah. you know, now we got a close run. So now, do you guys do this? Do you guys have like, say you're down like 15 or 20 or whatever. Do you, uh, you obviously you think you want to win. You have a player that you had that's playing. You say, okay, I need Amari Cooper to go off. But I take it one step further. I think of a Zach situation and play that he's going to do it for me. And I'm wishing for him. I'm like, okay, I want him to do oh, a, wow. a quick slant and take it for 40 yards for wow. a touchdown. You, you visualize wow. it? You visualize it. I visualize it. <laughs> and I will say it has happened quite a few times. Sometimes, obviously, yeah. not the exact, like, oh, quick slant 40 yards. Maybe it's like a quick slant 10-yard touchdown or or maybe it's a quick hitch 40-yard. But it has, like, kind of happened sometimes like that. But yeah, some you know it's hard sometimes, man. When you when you pull in for that one player, you just like, can they just touch the ball, please? Like right now, Mari Cooper hasn't really touched the ball much, you know. Yeah. So he's sitting there. Dax and, hasn't and, done and that's much. That's the thing. That's the the biggest thing on fantasy is like, what do you do with a player who's been questionable all week, mis mispractice or play like limited on Friday? Sometimes you know they you they they get in the lineup and they play like as if. They're not injured, but then there's other times yeah, where yeah. they're a decoy. They stand on the sideline and don't play much, and so it's so it's so tough to know what to do in those situations. Like Cooper, you gotta play him. You know, I could I didn't have the heart to put Wilson in over him. You know, um, he came out and he gave his own injury update. He said during the week I'm playing, so I was like, okay, he, yeah. you know, he's pretty confident in himself. I will have to say kudos to to this podcast, man. We made a lot of accurate calls last week. We're not going to talk about the ones we got wrong, but oh man, hell no, we that's one thing we we will never we won't talk about the ones we got wrong. 
Uh, that's <laughs> I don't know what you think this is. This is uh, we will definitely never mention those. Now you know, um, you guys definitely did some pretty good calls uh for last week. Um, you know, I think one call that I I, I did want to tell my uh listeners about that I. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I messed up, but it could just be a one-week mess up with Quintez Cephas. I thought uh, he would do better um, this week. I think, in fact, I was texting you, Neil, about yeah. how I said, oh, man, I, I said, oh, man, my listeners are going to be pissed at me. Cause yeah. I, <laughs> cause I, and you reassured me. You said, you know, what'd you tell me? Yeah, well, it, it, was, it was my fault, too. I, I remember that. But I, what I told you is, look at that, that whole game. Hawk didn't get anything, so, you know what I mean? It was... What do you expect? If Hawks get in everything and, you know, then you got, you know, the other receivers are on, on that team too. Who is it? Uh, Amon Ross and Brown and he's, he's killing it. Yeah. And then Sweet Stephens does nothing. Then that's one thing. But no one did anything on Detroit. Yes. Right? That Baltimore defense was stiff. Yep. So, yeah, no one did. That, you made me feel better when you told me that. You talked me off the ledge. <laughs> I said, I'm saying, oh, my gosh. And then you, once you talked me back, I said, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, I was I was on the FIFA's call too, but yeah, we just gotta look at the ones that we get. I mean, uh, I, I know I I, hit, I was talking about Manny Sanders. He came through in a big way. Yeah, all right. those air yards went to great usage, man. That was yeah. major, man. <laughs> right, I, right. <laughs> sure, that volume was there. He's eventually gonna hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hit it big, man. Yeah, the volume That's was the there. Thing I noticed, I was like, man, they're throwing to him. Hell Mary is like he's 28, you know, and, and he's a heck of a player, man. That's one thing. If um, if you're a fantasy newbie, you kind of want to understand, like, what teams end up drafting the right position all the time. Like the Steelers, man, they just know receivers, man. And, and, and if you don't know, you know, you don't follow college and the Steelers get a receiver, just just roster that guy, man. And, you know, we got Emmanuel Sanders, a former Steeler um, wide out. Man, he yeah. can still play. Yeah, you know, he had a, you know, tore his Achilles or you know ACL, but whatever. He got his burst back and he's ready. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just good to see, man. He's um, I, I was a little worried about that that Buffalo offense because I have maybe like six shares of Josh Allen and I took him early, and so yeah. for him not to produce, man, I even <laughs> I even accepted a trade that. It would have been lopsided, but what happened is the Dobbins injury changed it. So a guy sent me um, Josh Allen, Marvin Jones, and Pollard. He had those guys. I had um, I had Dobbins. Um, what's the Dobbins, Julio Jones, and the the sorry court the the the, the um, rookie quarterback for the Bears so I had those guys right mm. and yeah. normally you wouldn't want to give up Dobbins and Julio Jones for a quarterback that's a lot but Dobbins got hurt and so right when I heard that he was hurt you know you get the update and on your phone and you look you're like I don't know how serious it was because he was hurt in practice but when they started saying like it could be like season ending i hit accept on that trade and so essentially i traded julio jones for um for those three guys you know pollard who looks solid marvin jones who's basically produced the same numbers as julio and then i got josh allen because i needed a quarterback in that league and so it, it was just beautiful because i was one of those idiots who fell for 
the preseason um, games, you know, playing against backups. And I watched Zach Wilson. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he looks good. You know, he looks good. And, and I said, one thing I want to do is I want to start Zach Wilson in the league. So I had Zach Wilson, man. And so my, my season was not looking good. Yeah. And when the guy threw me that trade, it, it was once, you know, it was lopsided in his favor. But he didn't rescind it. So, guys, if you send a trade, don't leave it over there. I might leave one <laughs> yeah. overnight sometime, but uh, I go I back got, yeah. and I don't leave anything outstanding. So, wait. So, in that trade, you got who is your quarterback now? So, I got Josh Allen. Yeah, you got Josh Allen. Yeah. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. And Tony Pollard. And you gave up Dobbins and Julio yeah, Jones. I, Yep, I gave up Dobbins, Julio Jones, and it's not a dynasty league, so... Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, dynasty? Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's just a redraft. Yeah, so it's a it's a redraft league. Did he complain? Did the person, he or she... And did that they... was the thing. I don't understand. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if... if, if did you turn the chat off after you did that? Because <laughs> yeah, right? I thought it was going to be up to a discussion, and, you know, we we're going to have to, like... But, you know, I was going to have to defend myself or something, but they never said anything. Huh. Wow. Yeah, and so it worked out, you know. So, But but it, it took this long because, you know, Josh Allen was struggling, man. He, um, But, I mean, he was going against tough defenses and stuff. But yeah, that's a hell of a trade you pulled off, man. Um, yeah. You know, that's Justin, that's wild. That's, that's you know, I'm going to have to try to top that soon. I got to try to top that trade. We're just going to spend the rest of the podcast season just trying to top each other's trade. Oh, I got one for you, buddy. <laughs> so, you know, not hell of a trade, man. Um, you know that you were able to pull off. Josh Allen had a sluggish start a little bit. You can see that some of the stuff was still there. They were just kind of ironing out. Uh, I feel bad for anybody that has a Singletary Moss backfield because uh, you don't know which guy is going to be each week. I had them both last year. I did because uh, I was going zero running back. So I drafted them both. Um, as my running back. So my running backs were uh, Singletary and Moss, so it didn't matter to me last year. It was like, if one of them do. But they also wasn't playing as well as they're playing already this year. They're already this year playing much better than they did uh, from a fantasy standpoint uh, last year. Um, they did have some, but they did trade off quite a bit last year because you didn't know who was going to get the goal line and one was hurt, et cetera. But anyway, um, yeah, shout out. And Emmanuel Sanders, man, he came back from that tour in Achilles. Uh, with uh, I think with the Saints, right? And then um, pretty much um, you know, he had a cool year, and then now he's I think he's he's two years removed from it. I think yeah, now two years now. So yeah, yeah he and he's back doing it. And age don't seem to be a thing. I, I have to look to see how old he is, but I know that uh, what's his name um, Deshaun Jackson still has the burners, man. This guy and and Deshaun Jackson low key would have had a good uh, week one, but they missed miss um because you know they only throw him two two passes a game. And uh, but they're always like burners, and and uh, week one he had one, um, but it just couldn't quite get the complete separation. The ball was a little short; it just wasn't perfect play, basically. But you could see the yeah. play was there. And then last week, man, he just this this week he just burnt the bucks. Uh, I mean, so many times. I mean, my gosh, he was just burnt. He, matter of fact, Emmanuel Sanders and and Deshaun Jackson are both thirty four, so you can still have the burners. Oh, wow. At 34 okay. now, you know, and then you, you know, they, 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 um, you know, but Emmanuel Sanders is coming off of injuries and things like that. But yeah, it's good to see that they, uh, bouncing back. Um, I think another yeah. one, uh, that I, that, uh, player that I picked up in one league, um, was, uh, Hunter Winfro. Hunter Winfro was a guy, I don't think I mentioned him on the podcast last week. I don't think he did. But, uh, I ended up picking him up in a, in a couple leagues and, um, 
you know, he's a slot guy, a slot guy. Derek Carr looks for him quite a bit, um, especially when they take Waller out of the game. And so far, they're hitting him consistently because Winfrey has done this in the past, but it's just not consistent. Right now, he's get, yeah. he's getting that, that he's not like Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley really putting up numbers, but he's getting that you know that because he's starting to get consistent with putting up at least twelve fantasy points in in uh, PPR. 12 fantasy points a game, which is kind of what you're looking for, for, you know, bi-week filler or something like that. Um, you know, and if he potentially gets a touchdown like he did last week, you're looking at 18 points, you know what I mean? And you know his floor yeah. is 12 points because it seems like he's, with Nelson Aguilar going, he seems to be solidly in, in the offense where they're looking for him. They're feeding him the ball. I mean, he's getting like five, six, seven, eight targets. So um, that's one guy I'll mention for this week. Uh, you know, if you if you if you don't already have him, most people probably already have him. Um, I was a little late on the boat. Well, I think he's still available in a lot of leagues. Uh, I'll see what his roster percentage is, but um, there is a, at least one league I know that we're in, and I'd have to check some other ones that he's available, and it's a twelve-team wow. league, so I think he can make your list. Yeah, I don't see a lot of people with uh, Hunter Renfro, to be honest, either. I see him on my waiver wire in a lot of a lot of places. Oh, so guys, uh, real quick, going back to the last podcast. So, how do we feel about the Ceh DJ Moore uh, trade? Still, are we still feeling the same way? Because you know they both had good games uh, this yeah, past week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it worked out. I, I, so I and, and see that's and then, and then before you go ahead and discuss what you guys are gonna say. And this is why I say it's no such thing as a perfect trade because I still feel overall DJ Moore is gonna be the much better fantasy uh, uh, player in this. But at the same time, those guys probably traded. He probably needed a running back. The guy fills in. And I have to look. Maybe it won him this week. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, I'm going to check to see. Let's see if it even won him this week. Um, I think DJ Moore still had more points this week. And that was his uh, that was, and this was CH, CH's best week of the season. Right. So Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you if you did that trade, you're kind of feeling good if you have CJ um CEH because you're like okay, well maybe now he's trending up in your mind. You know you might feel like that. Yeah, I yeah I agree. So I still think DJ Moore won the, the DJ Moore side won that trade, but I think the CH side is looking a, a bit up, a bit more up. I mean, DJ Moore is getting all the volume, right? That that offense, right? Yeah. And now let's see now that CMC is hurt as well. Then that's oh, you know what? I just I just realized. Uh, okay, the trade didn't help him. I, <laughs> okay, I just realized I'm playing the guy who I uh, picked <laughs> up who has Ceh. Oh, I blew him out. It wasn't close. Um, oh, it wasn't close. Okay. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yes, I didn't even realize uh, wow. that I was uh, playing and the guy who got um, uh, who the guy who let me see who got uh, DJ Moore. The guy who got DJ Moore, he he lost his his. <laughs> he lost his by two points. So, um, right. yeah. So, let's see here. So it was Sean. Sean. Oh yeah, Sean. He's going. I'm gonna have him on the podcast soon too. Uh, Sean and I think he traded with Chris. So, uh, did he trade with Chris or who's Drywaller? Yeah, Chris. Sean and Chris. So Sean is the Jerry Judy and Chris is the Drywaller. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So anyway, and on a side on a side note, Renfro is rostered in eleven percent of Yahoo. So there you go, guys. Pick him, okay. pick him up, man. I think he's done it for three weeks. I mean, that's a bigger sample size than a lot of guys you, yeah. you pick up. You know, he's doing it for three weeks, and I'm telling you, I watched the Raiders game. They're looking for him, and I don't know if it's a Nelson Aguilar thing. Now that he's gone, he's kind of picking up the targets. 
but he's filling that slot and he's that safety net a lot of times for Derek Carr. He's looking for that deep route. Sometimes it's not there. Sometimes it's in the tight ends taken. He throws it to Winter Winfrey. He's um, you know, he's he's starting to feed Edwards and stuff just a tiny bit more. But Hunter Winfrey seems to be that guy that that um, yeah. If you can get him, I think he's one of the best pickups uh right now this week. What kind? Who you uh? So first of all, how are you doing in your leagues, uh, Neil? Uh, this week not too good. I have to say, I think I uh, I probably only hit a forty percent uh win rate this week. Based on a lot of injuries, I have a lot of Higgins, I have a lot of Deontay Johnson, um, I have some Dalvin Cook. So injuries, the injury bug hit me. <clears throat> and I, I left a, a few guys on the bench that I shouldn't have, like Zach Moss has been on the bench for me this week because um, I trusted in Rondale Moore. Sterling Shepard went out early. Um, A.J. Brown went out early. There was a lot of injuries this week. And I mean, every week there is, but it just seemed that there was a lot this week. Yeah, others, yeah. You know? it, and who else do I have? Oh, go ahead, Sergeant. No, no, no. You're good. It's your time. It's your time to uh, sign. It's my time. It's my time. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I, I, <laughs> Got her caught another <laughs> one. Hot dog. <laughs> Got it. Okay. You guys are like <coughs> 10 seconds ahead of me. <laughs> oh, sorry, brother. Sorry about that, brother. It's okay. It's okay. Never mind. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> oh, and you're going to drop another one? Like, you just going to drop like, the damn ball? Catch the ball. Catch <laughs> the ball. Touch your well, hands and catch the ball. Yep. We just started the third quarter here, uh, the Dallas uh, the Dallas Philly game. So we're a little excited here. Two Dallas fans, and I got my money on uh, Philly there. <laughs> uh oh. So, yeah. He's been going crazy yeah. watching this game. He, it's yeah. just stressful for him, boy. He called me a little bit ago. <laughs> I think he wants to discuss the game, but um, rivalry, rivalry, pissed, boy. When they, when they, um, oh, that goal line. Down, he said, "Just take the points." Yeah. I'm like, "You got to be aggressive in today's NFL, man." Yeah, it's when, on, when you, your mind. Yeah, and when you go for it there, most likely you're going to get the ball back at midfield because you're going to. Oh, pick, take oh, it to the house! On. Take it to the house! Guess what, guys? Guess guess who has the Cowboys oh, defense? Damn. Guess wow. who has the Cowboy defense oh, in a in a game that I need to win? You, you, in a game that I need them to win? Amazing. That is genius. Yeah. I think they is well yeah. obviously they can't give up a lot yeah. of points, but yeah, right now they just yeah, Wow, pick six, like, guys. Now I see why they were talking about they were wow. trying, trying to trade for Watson. Dallas is killing. Woo, wee. Nice, nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, he, he he cut that road so nicely. Oh wow! Who's that, Devonta Smith? Who fell down? Uh, who's that that fell? Let's see. Uh, yeah, I think so. Trayvon Diggs. Look at Trayvon Diggs go do that. So yeah, no, no, not the best week for me there in, uh, in fantasy land. Oh yeah, who did I have on the bench? Zach Moss had the bench. Naheem Hines had on the bench. And I had Manny Sanders on the bench in a couple of weeks too, which which did not help me. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, and you and you came up and, and you talked up um, Sanders. Oh, I did, I did. Except I had so many better options in those leagues, but they just didn't come through. Because like I had I had Rondale, I had Sterling Shepard. I, I thought those were better options for me, and uh, you know they both go out with injuries. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Well, not Rondale more, but he just uh, he just. Uh, didn't perform, you know? Yeah, no, it, it would have been tough to play him over, you know, Hopkins and go, got, you know, big, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. another guy, and I think I mentioned him on the podcast. If I didn't, didn't I mention AJ Green or no? I yeah, think yeah, we, yeah, we I, did talk about him, and um, yeah. yeah, man, he he. Uh, <laughs> give me, hey, give me my money, guys. Give me my props. Yeah, right? <laughs> give me my money. Yeah, uh, AJ Green, man. You know, he he. I gotta watch the highlights to see his hundred, but I see that dance you're doing there. You get your money for that one, man. <laughs> I wanted to play him so bad in the league, but I was like, <laughs> only if Hopkins. Yeah, is video moving. for this one. Only if Hopkins, we gotta get a, we gotta get video, man. The way you doing those moves, I know, right? You gotta get a drone, man. Dancing it up, you know. Yeah, you ready to be on Dancing with the Stars with those moves? Just out Absolutely. Hey, if you guys, if you guys go on his Twitter and request it, he might show you the video of him dancing because that was some good moves. Hey, I might actually. Yeah, you do that. Comedian Jerome Tennyson goes on Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Oh yeah, man! I, but but the, the only problem with that is I probably end up cussing once they give me my scores, especially if I think I did good, and they're like, "Oh yeah, four, four, man, you, boo, boo, you mother." <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not live, so you're good. They edit that. So. Yeah, they won't even show my uh, part on the show. They will... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, did he have to pull down his pants and tell him to kiss his <laughs> He went all out. This guy is nuts, man. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, and I played AJ Green. You know, I, I'm not like some podcasters. I'm not going to say any names oh, no. where I mention people, players' names and don't play them. I, um, I pick up these players. I picked up AJ Green um, and I played him. And I played AJ Green. Um, and he bought hey, out. You might even post the receipts on Twitter. I, and I absolutely can. I absolutely can. You know what? That's a good idea. That is a very good idea. Um, and so yeah, AJ Green balled out. Um, I saw that they were looking for him. This is what this is what made me what made me want to pick him up. Uh, um, the game is to be sold, not to be told. But I give you a little right, bit. Right, I give you a little right, bit. Right. Um, yeah. I just I just saw that he was looking for him a little bit, and then um, I figured with Hopkins being hindered a little bit. Uh, that they probably would go to him because they like to throw the ball a lot to more, but they were going to need an outside guy to open that stuff up. And I, yeah, I because like, that's all gadget stuff, yeah. you know, like that. You know, you got to be able to go down the field a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Let me make sure I'm yeah. recording this episode because yeah. I kind of want to hear what they, Green. Eli Manning and them saying. AJ Green has the most uh, the most targets. So what? What? Oh wow! Yeah. So that's impressive. Yeah, because um. And that was one thing I noticed when they threw last week the catch and run where they threw it to him like on the six yard line and he ran it in. I said, Well, that kind of looks like the AJ Green of old. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was exciting watching that one. Um, you know, he you know, took off, got his first hundred yard game with the uh Arizona and uh, you know, looked looked pretty good uh doing it. Um you know, how are you doing in your leagues, Jerry? So you're in fifty so you said you're you're looking at around forty percent, Neil? Uh oh, did I go mute? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a bunch that are in limbo right now that uh, where we need some things to happen. Um, but so far so good. I'm 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 above five hundred, so uh, it could it could swing much higher because there's at least four on Yahoo that three right now that that can go either way, and then I got to check on sleeper. And um, one thing that I found interesting, listen to this Manning um, 
discussion, you know, where they, they just talk over the game. And I, I encourage all the listeners to check it out. But um, they had Stafford on there and they asked him, they said, well, what kind of defense do you like? Because, you know, Manning, Payton, he said he's like zone. I mean, man, he like man because he didn't have to really think, you know, he just kind of read and react. Um, but Stafford brought up an interesting point where he said that he likes the defenses that are where they predictable, where they know where they at. They, they know, you know how they play defense and what they're going to run. And so you can basically plan your plays and you know, it's going to work because you know what they're going to present to you. And when I watch the games, it does seem like a lot of that is, it seems like there are certain teams that can adjust and if their stuff is not working, but there's other teams where the 10 play script that they started with, where they come into the game with those pre-planned plays, if those plays don't work, a lot of teams can't recover. And then it's just like a lost game for them. And so, and so I do see that a lot of success is based on them planning and being able to predict what a defense is doing and just being able to run certain routes and execute. And, um, and I think that's why certain quarterbacks and stuff week to week look so different. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, for sure. and then uh, Peyton Manning was mentioning that there was times where he would throw an interception and he would go to the coach and say, look, the, that defender did, did what he wasn't supposed to do. Like he, he didn't do the right play. Like he, 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 he made a mistake and did the wrong play. That's why I threw it to him. But yeah, you can see a lot of the chess match that goes on within the game where you're just kind of guessing what they do. Cause a lot of these sets, and that's what's interesting when they have people on here, they're coming on and they're saying like, when we see this, we know they're going to do this and, and stuff. So it's like, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice chess game. And um, to hear them break it down, it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah, man. You know, uh, speaking of that, uh, Miles Garrett um, said in the interview uh, after they after they won their game, I believe Cleveland played uh, Chicago Bears, and um, he said, you know, he was extremely surprised at the type of offense that the Chicago that Nagy ran. Ran, he said, because they saw in preseason, you know, that they ran uh, uh ran them out the pocket and uh, the quarterback Justin Fields out of the pocket, moved them around and all that kind of stuff. So he said they went to the game. Uh, expecting to see that, but apparently Nagy outcoached Nagy, so he was like, "Oh, you know, you know what? I'll do one better. I'm not gonna move him at all because I know you guys are expecting that, and that's why I think Garrett had like four and a half, five sacks, right? Yeah, four point five. So that's what he said. He said, "Yeah, once he saw that they wasn't using his strengths basically and just keeping them in the pocket, um, he said, you know, they took they took Cleveland a second to say, hey, oh, okay, they they're not doing what they're good at. Cool, we could do this, and so." Yeah. They was tearing them up, man. Sometimes coaches, coaches have such egos, man. You know, and you can tell. You know, you see it in, in certain teams where they have certain little bit of talent, and the coaches like, no, this is the way you win. You're gonna win my way. I don't adjust for nothing, type of thing. You know, and and, uh, and right. it shows. And it shows. Yeah, I mean, look at Houston too. Just the way how Bill O'Brien was like the GM too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> right. Just, O'Brien O'Brien was a GM the way like your one friend who doesn't know anything about football but his, but his but his dad is rich and like got him a GM job. <laughs> that's what O'Brien was like. And he's just like, "You know what? I think I'll trade such and such." And like, "You know that's your best player." That's all right. I can get three players for him. Three um players that might not be good. That <laughs> Yeah. Gates was that way too. Gates like after every quarterback that played with Gates like played, they did well. Like you look at like oh, man. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, yes. you know what I mean, Sam Darnold. Yes. 
Peyton Manning, the coach by Gase at one point. Yep, Damon. And then even even uh even um the running backs, Damon Williams did well. Kenyon Drake yeah. did well after they left him. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, so it's there's yeah. definitely yeah. some yeah. truth yeah. in the pudding behind that. You know, um, yeah, you know, and he, and he and he kept getting chance after chance. And you know, if we see him in the league again, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just hope oh, it's not oh, for a team I, I, I like. You know, yeah, but right. Yeah, don't, 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 I read. Don't I read the, the funniest yep. tweets. It, it, it said that the Jets missed Adam Gates. <laughs> 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 like, like they were better last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm? What I don't get is, um, if I'm drafting a quarterback, and this is just me, and, and we're in rebuilding phase, um, and you kind of you you already you already got they they had uh you know, receiver already. I'm drafting nothing but offensive linemen the rest of the way out. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. It's crazy as it might seem. Either you go all out on defense line or you go all out on the offensive line because yeah. quarterbacks are nothing without a, with a, in a bad offensive line. They're nothing. In the, I mean, you, you look at Brady. Brady was getting hit this past week. He looked, he looked under, you know, didn't look like how he normally looks, but that's because he was getting no. hit and they were getting to him. So, you know, his, his offensive line isn't bad. They just had a bad game. But what I'm saying is if you're going to bring in a rookie quarterback, I'm, for me, I'm drafting at least three or four linemen that I can get. We're building that lineup, you know, and and that could be a little old school of me because I remember the Cowboys, like you knew all their offensive linemen names, you know, when, when they were yeah. coming up in the 90s. But I just feel like if you don't have that protection, I mean, you can you can get the weapons later. A lot of times, a lot of times you can get the weapons later. Um, you know, unless obviously you don't pass up on like a special player. I'm not saying that you don't pass up on a special player in the draft, but I just, you got to have that protection, man. No, you're completely right, and he was getting a lot of pressure through the middle. And you know what? He didn't have his outlet. He didn't have his outlets this week because Gronk went out for a big part of the game, yep. so he was a little outlet. And he also didn't have AB. Nope. So yep. it was uh, he, he. It affected him for sure. When those guys are not in the lineup, yeah, um, that the pressure gets to him a lot quicker. No, he absolutely. Yep, absolutely yeah. does. Yeah. So you know that's um, so, you know that's something that uh, you know I feel like you know that. But yeah, sometimes I like I said, I think coaches and everybody kind of have their egos. So you say you're looking at forty percent right now. I'm I'm um. I'm in limbo, you know, I can, I can go, um, I'm not doing too well at all, but I can go at best nine and nine and six this week at best. That's pretty good. That's really good. So 60%. Yeah. So if I can get, like I say, it's all, I mean, we're only in the third quarter. (laughs) That's at best, man. I'm going nine and six at best. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm nervous watching this because I'm in some really close ones. So I'm like, oh yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, can we run the clock? Is there a way to just run the clock, please? <laughs> second to get to get to watch the rest of this is the climax of the week. Yeah. One, one of the um, one waiver wire I will say is funny. Like I drafted this guy in a couple leagues because um, you read the, you know, they say oh. Bernard is going to play a role like James White, and it didn't yeah. materialize the first week because White, because uh, Bernard was kind of hurt. And um, I think that's a great pickup because you're going to be able to get him for cheaper than you can get Hubbard, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be there, especially in games where you think there might be a shootout where they're going to have to pass a lot. Yeah. Because you know Brady just likes to throw those little short passes and dink and dunk. 
and now we're seeing it. So I think maybe in the beginning of the season, uh, Bernard wasn't healthy. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, I, I would actually respectfully disagree with that there, Jerry. The only reason is because Gronk was out for a, a, long, a good period of time, and so was AB, which I was just telling Jerome, is why they gave him so many catches. If you see, he was carried nine, ten times, and he got nine catches. If AB is in there, and if, if uh, Gronk is in there, he's not getting that. He got maybe two targets, three targets the other two games. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so, but I, I think he was a hell. I'm, I'm saying as a guy, that oh yeah, like double digits, yeah. maybe get you 12 true. points. You know, I yeah. think he raised a valid point on the he's going to throw it to the receivers and tight end. But um, you know, Gronk is starting to get banged up. We don't know if he's completely healthy. Um, but I, I just think that that just adds a little um, of what New England ran to the offense, and I, I think that's just a guy that. If you don't want to blow your whole fab on Hubbard, then that that I think that's a fallback. Actually, sorry to interrupt again, but uh, 11 minutes ago, via Rotowire, Giovanni Bernard day-to-day with MCL spray. Oh, so, so he's done. Okay, so he's done. So take him <laughs> off. And so here, here was going to yeah, be my – and I'm glad with the live <laughs> update. So tell us yeah. one more time, Neil, what, what just happened 11 minutes ago. Let me just know via Rotowire, Giovanni Bernard – Day to day with MCL spray. Do not. So you might not want to have him use your no, yeah, use your waiver yeah. pick to get him. And then, yeah, and then look, and then they said Gronk um, X rays come back clean. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. not looking like the there best pickup. But yeah, um, I'm still going to. You know, they're saying slight. So yeah, um, you know that's true. You don't. He said he next week. So here, he said he was cut down at the knees at the goal line. Oh wow. So here's um. And, um one, one thing that I was going to say that we talked about last week, I think we mentioned that Kansas City needed another receiver. And now yeah. we got word that Josh Gordon is going to Kansas City. So I'm not saying I'm not saying oh, wow. I wrote their rhymes, but I, all I'm saying is I gave them a style to run with. And I don't know if Kansas City is listening to my podcast yeah. or what. But I, all I know is I told yep. them that they needed that another receiver. I don't know why they didn't go after Julio Jones. Now they went after Gordon. Um, I had a, I had plenty of opportunity to get Gordon, and my ass was like, "Oh, I'll just wait till he signs with a team, and then I'll get him." And we still don't know if it's going if it's going to come up, you know. But they actually yeah. need to help, and that's the difference between when he went to Seattle versus here. Was Seattle didn't necessarily need him? They had Lockett, and I think did they have DK at Metcalf at the time? I think so. And they had the tight end Disley, yeah. and they had the tight end. So at the time, they didn't they didn't seriously need him. Whereas Kansas City. Um, needs him and um yeah you know and then my take on the giovanni bernard thing was uh i'm scarring a little bit from him so scorned um because i drafted him in one of the ones i went zero running back i decided oh i got i'm a genius oh, I, so wow. I got i packed up my team and then i just said okay i'm gonna get giovanni bernard that'll work and then i'm gonna go with devin singletary so i was able to get those two guys and then of course giovanni bernard because the thing is tom brady asked him to come there so you know, That's true. so I was like, okay, he wants to pass to him, thinking like a James White type guy. Right. But yeah. the problem is, the, the problem there is, like you said, Gronk, Antonio Brown, if they're playing, you're not going to get that same volume. Also, um, he, they throw to Fournette. So Fournette had like That's, one or two passes as well. And it looked like they were kind of yeah. experimenting with it. Like, oh, I think we can just throw to him. And so he's going to cut in. But Bernard is definitely their, their, uh, two-minute drill guy, without a doubt. If it's two minutes to go, he's in the game. Yeah. 
they're down big and they have to pass a lot. He's in the game. But I just think he won't see – I don't know if he'll see those targets enough to know when to play them. That's my problem. You have to know when to play them. And I don't – unless you're just going to be a nut and play them every week, it's just probably going to be hard to catch that game. That's the only problem. Like, he, like let's say he gets one target next week, and then the next week he gets 10 again. But there's no way you're going to know that. That's the only well, – with him not having a, a huge share of the uh, backfield to himself. Yeah. I would like to see if it's game skip dependent. I would like to see how many how many of those targets he got when they were just in garbage time when they were trying to catch up, right? Um, because you Jerry, you have some homework to do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're still we're still googling air yards right now and trying to figure yeah, out how to hey, apply for those hey, jobs. This is this is why this is why I succeed because I'm out the box, man. You guys are going left. I'm going I'm going I'm going left too, but I'm gonna make a couple of rights and then hit a left. Before we get into yeah. before we get into waiver, well, that's a, that, wait, oh, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. And, I, I and I've already that. I've already said that. I come over here. I'm not giving you guys my actual picks anyway. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, I'll give you some yeah. throwaways. And then <laughs> keep the best for for yourself. No, yeah. what I was going to say is uh, the it's game chip dependent because those first two games with Tampa Bay, they were ahead. They didn't need to have any garbage time. They just ran it with you know Fournette and Jones when you know in the fourth quarter. But in this case against the Rams, they were trying to come back. Right, they were they were trying to like. Oh, nice throw! Quez wow. Watkins, Kez. Oh wow! That's another guy to kind of keep eye on, but he he don't, but he doesn't get enough volume. He but he man he beats and, and, he beats his guys. He is. That was nice, bro. Yeah. Wow, that was, that was a hell of a catch, man. Where did he throw that from? Like the five? Where did he throw that from? For the five yard, and and he was almost tackled. He was almost sacked. Yep. That? Yeah, he's gonna All be right, hurt so, next so, week. So to explain it, it's nine thirty-nine left in the fourth quarter. Dallas is leading twenty-seven to seven, and Hurts just threw like a forty-yard pass to Quez Watkins, and he caught it. Wow, man, that was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, um, yeah, that was amazing. That's all I can say about that. Oh, let me turn this off. Uh, but you know the the Eagles had zero offensive points this game, and we're halfway through the third quarter. Right. <laughs> So, so back to the Giovanni real quick, just to just to, and we're gonna leave it alone after that. Um, you know, game one, the reason why he he caught the two through two or three points he got uh, fantasy wise was because that Cowboys game was close at the end. And remember, Tom Brady had to do that uh, game winning drive, I run believe. It to run it, hurts, run it. There you go, there you go. And Tom Brady did the game winning drive, so they put him in the pass. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the games before we get into, and we'll finish off with our uh, hot hot pickups for the week. Um, one game I wanted to talk about was because there was some controversial uh, coaching going on. Um, San Diego, Kansas City is the one I want to talk about. Um, now I personally liked how. Oh, he gonna go all the way. You mean the Oh, who did I say? Uh, San Diego. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kansas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs versus Kansas City Chiefs versus San Diego Chargers, right? L.A. Chargers, L.A. Chargers, L.A. Chargers. Oh my God. Yeah. Eckler, Eckler. Hopefully, Eckler doesn't make it this far into the podcast. Um, so the <laughs> he's like, this guy doesn't know where we're at. <laughs> Can you sign my San Diego jersey, Eckler? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll take that one too, man. Just give us one, please. <laughs> um, um, you know, I liked when I think when you're playing against great teams. Uh oh, hello. Sorry about that. I think when you're playing against uh great teams, you have to be aggressive if you're. 
I'm going to beat those teams. Uh, I think that's where I think the Cowboys kind of messed up week one when they played against Tampa Bay. Um, it was one of those games where, you know, it was whoever had the ball last was going to score. So you knew you had to keep it out of Tom Brady's hands. So you had to be aggressive, get the touchdown, yep. not leave much time on the clock. You can't just say, oh, we'll just give it to him. See if our defense hasn't stopped him all night. You can't do that to Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, um, just to name a few. Right. Um, so I like what San Diego Chargers did. I mean, LA, Char- LA Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers yeah. did is they knew they had to beat Kansas City, but they knew they had to be aggressive. <laughs> So they, they was like, we can't just kick a field goal and just say, hey, we kicked a field goal, we'll get it back, let's stop them. They said, no, we got to put our foot on their throats. And the coach was also showing how he trusts Herbert and the offensive line and the receivers, tight end, everybody. He trusts the offense and his team. And he said, I trust you guys. I'm going to go for it on fourth down. I think you guys can do it. And, um, you know, that was, that was like really huge. Now, where they did mess up was – he did go a little bit early, but I think the reason why he went early, and this is just my opinion on it, I think the reason why they went when they went, they could have took the clock down, is sometimes you have momentum going, and then you do something like, okay, let's take the clock all the way down and then try to score when a team, because Kansas City essentially is supposed to be better than the LA Chargers, right? So I think he just felt like they had the momentum going, and they probably messed up, which it looks like they did and went too early. But I think they just knew they had momentum going. They were like, let's hurry up and score. You know, score while we – let's score if we can type of thing and not, you know, waste any time trying to do that. But it, it almost could have cost them, that's for sure. What are your takes on that, Neil? I, I – yeah, I kind of disagree with that take. Not your take, but just – which is decision. Um, I understand the momentum. I agree going for it on the, the fourth down before to get into that field goal range, right? Yeah. Um, I agree taking the time down, but they didn't have to pass. They didn't have to pass with 40-something seconds left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. was pass one. Yes. And could have been intercepted. It was a great catch. Right. But honestly, you, you have the ability to take the clock down to three seconds. Kansas City would have been out of timeouts if they even had any left. They could have called one or two, but they... It was first and goal, I believe. Yeah. And you take the clock down, you take yeah. the clock for three seconds, you get into the middle of the field where you get the one to skip the front or whatever hash mark, and you kick the field goal. Don't leave any time for Patrick Mahomes to tie the game. Why? What's the point? Yeah. You know, you can have the win, whether it be by three or seven points, you have the win by three points there. Look yeah. what happened in the San Francisco Green Bay game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You leave time for Aaron Rodgers yeah. to come down. And he comes down with 46 seconds and whatever, one timeout, no timeouts. Yeah. And wins the game. Prevent defense. Horrible. Prevent so, defense, man. Easily done that. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Okay? No, I, absolutely, did, I absolutely agree, I you know. It was a stupid decision. It worked out. It worked out. It worked out. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that they you you take whatever, regardless yeah, of, in my opinion, regardless yeah, of what you decide to do, if you decide to try to go for the touchdown or the field goal, um, I think we're both yeah. in agreement. You got to take that clock all the way down, <laughs> regardless of what you decide to do. Um, but um, you sure. know, the, it, and that's and that's probably Especially where they messed up, and it could have cost them. And- yeah, <laughs> yep. And you saw they almost had it. You know, it was it was close. You know, and then they missed. But see, here's here's back to that point. They um, um we're kind of losing you a little bit, Neil, with the with the signal. Um, 
But here's the thing, though. They missed the extra point kick. See, that's why, like, so imagine if they would have just went for the field goal and missed it. And then, you know what I mean? So, you, so it, I mean, you don't know. You don't know. But I do like aggressiveness, I think, especially in today's game, um, especially when you're playing the, the, the quarterbacks like your Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. I just feel like in order to beat those guys, you got to be aggressive defensively and offensively if the game is close. You can't say, hey, let's just kick a field goal and give them the ball back and see if our defense stop them. You can't do that. It, it, it rarely works. Rarely does the – if your defense hasn't stopped yeah. them all night, rarely are you going to stop them, you know, giving them the ball back with a minute and a half left or, you know, just under two minutes. It's just not going to happen. So you have to – you do have to be – I think certain I situations. I think coaches have to break out of their own game plan and get certain players and certain teams and certain situations and say, okay, you kind of got to go against the norm to beat this type of team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and um, you know, and it's not to say that's going to work every time, but I know one thing that doesn't work is prevent defense. Hell, I haven't seen <laughs> prevent defense. <laughs> you have to show me a game where it really literally worked when you give a guy t- two minutes or so to go and you just go into prevent defense and they don't score a field goal or a touchdown or something to win the game. It, it, it rarely works. The only time it works is if your front four is just that good, they get a sack. That's the only time it ever worked. Is if your front four can just get through, burst through, and apply the pressure and get a sack, then you know, but you're something totally different. But um, and uh, maybe we can discuss this on another, on another episode. But right now, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's get into um, let's do at least three um, three waiver wire ads for the week. Uh, yeah, each we'll go three each. Um, and I'll start it off. Um, I already mentioned my one, which was Hunter Winfro. So I'll let you go, Neil. We don't have to go over that again. Um, Neil, what's uh, what's one for you? Uh, Chuba. Chuba Herbert. Chuba Herbert, number one. Spend, uh, spend up on your fab. I'm, I'm, I'm at least putting 50% of my fab on Chuba Herbert. Oh, you know right? what? Keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. I want to. Yeah. No, I mean, like, what, what, can, you, what can I say? I, I think I said it last episode, but um, CMC out for at least two to three weeks. Hamstring injury. You saw what Mike Davis can do in that um, offense. I, you know, he didn't do as well with a check down with Darnold, but you see Robbie Anderson's not getting volume. CMC's going to be out. Who you have? DJ Moore and Tommy Tremble, maybe. So you need a, you need a good running back in there. And what they did with Mike Davis, the volume that Chuba could get, definitely, definitely one of my uh, my favorite pickups for uh, this week. Probably the top waiver pickup, and I think people will go up to even a hundred percent of their fab. To be honest, me, I would go fifty to seventy-five, depending on my need for a running back and yeah. how long CMC's out. Um, one, one thing is, <clears throat> we were right, and when I was talking to Jerome, he pointed out that he didn't think that the McCaffrey injury was that bad, and I went back and watched it. And then I, I said a grade one, and they're saying it's even less than a grade one. So he might not be out that long. Um, so I agree with the both of you guys' picks. Um, I think those are good. And I guess a guy that I'd have to say is, I already stated Bernard, do what, what you want with that information. And the other one that I have is A.J. Green. Um, as Jerome said, Jerome's pick. Um, I think that... You know, maybe it's a little gas in the tank. Um, this is the the waiver wire is kind of barren right now. Yeah, um, I agree. This 
this is a point where it doesn't look like there's it's going to be that breakout guy that's going to produce and be season winning winning right now. So this may be the time to start thinking about handcuffing your your running backs. And I mentioned that I was going against that last week, <laughs> and then Madison goes out, so he goes left wing. You, you were right, you left wing. <laughs> yeah, I was so scarred because Madison yeah. last we last year he had the perfect blow up opportunity, great matchups, didn't do anything. And you know maybe oh, certain that. maybe Sorry. yeah that was nice maybe certain yeah. guys are hurt and that's why they're not performing because prior to last season Madison really looked good so yeah you know that's the thing um, so you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick up my handcuffs but it's something that the users might want. To <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you. I'm I hear about, you. I'm, I'm all about the lottery Jerry. lottery tickets. I'm looking for the guys that's gonna hit. And, and and blow up, you know. I'm looking for your uh, what was the guy from the Saints that had tight end slash receiver eligibility coasted. I'm looking for those kind of guys yeah, that are just yeah. going to take want, over and be made, you know, a top ten guy. So, Juwan Johnson, I think, right? Yep, Juwan yeah, Johnson's one right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. so you know, know those kind of days. I'm not really falling for the, the Minnesota tight end Conklin. Um, it seems like, as Jerome mentioned, it's going to alternate between them, him and the third down. I mean, the, the, the third receiver. But the one thing I will say is the coach was talking up Conklin in the preseason, in the offseason. He was. And, he was. and maybe that's what they're going to do. So, you know, that's one thing you you may want to look at. It's, a, it's kind of a down week for um, fan, uh, fantasy waiver wire. I wouldn't throw my full budget at Chubba uh, Hubbard because I'm still saying Freeman's going to play some, and and I'm yeah. saying that that McCaffrey is is going to only be out probably two weeks. But it's a week to week game. You got to kind of do whatever you got to do to win. So you guys know your roster better than I. Can. So yeah. if, if you think oh, if you're over wow. three, wow, if you're over three right now, that. then you have to spend all your money. To get to get a win, yeah. So if yeah. you owe in three, I get Hubbard and I try to trade him for whatever kind of um, starting receiver I could get. You know, absolutely. And I might even trade him for Renfro because I, I think <laughs> Renfro is a safety blanket and he's just gonna keep getting those high money, you know, high um, money targets because he's always he's always open. I don't know if he plays basketball with Beasley or what, but I mean these little slot guys, man, you just can't cover them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I agree. Um, I want to update the listeners too on Taylor Heineke. Uh he's been winning he's been winning me my game, so he's been well worth the fifty five dollars or fifty five percent of my budget that I spent on him. Um hey, hey, you're welcome, Jerome. Hey, don't watch the game, but he's putting up numbers. <laughs> he's putting up numbers, man. So thank you, Neil, for telling me. Go get Mike Neil said, you go get your guy. And I <laughs> he oversold me, but I went uh, uh <laughs> I spent money like um like uh like Heineke has a chip in them to chip those in the cars. You know how the cars are um <laughs> being um sold at higher prices right now because there's a chip shortage. That's how much I spent on Heineke. I was overspent, but it's been worth yeah, it. Though. You know what? It's been yeah, worth it. He's not a good. He's not a good quarterback no. to be honest. But he is a well, like a football quarterback. But you know, he's a he's a great fantasy asset. Yeah, right he's now, a great fantasy sure. asset. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And another guy I would say is uh, <laughs> everybody's gonna be. I'm sure at this point it's too late. 
is Josh Gordon. Uh, I mean, at this point, you're taking your fourth, fifth chance on as far as fantasy football goes. Um, I think he's worth the pickup just because, like I said, I feel like it's different than when he was in Seattle because I feel like Kansas City actually really needs him. And and he'll be in a situation where he could just be great. We don't know how good he is still. I mean, he's 30. Um, he, you know, hasn't shown much in the past times that he was in the league, but hasn't had a chance to really show. But I think he's worth the flyer because you never know. I mean, sometimes motivation for athletes is everything, and and you just never know. I think he's worth taking a flyer on, um, and you just stash him on the bench, and you wait and see. I mean, you know, you just hope that he's actually going to play because it could be one of those things they sign him and he doesn't even touch the field. So you, you really yeah. don't know. But um, I think he's worth the pickup. Yeah, and uh, to add to that, or not that, but I would actually go um, many centers. He's 36% rostered on sleepers, so he's still out there. Go grab him. Man, your Sanders definitely got to grab him, man. He looked really good. Not only did he get the work, he just looked good, you know, playing. He looked really, really good. And Josh Allen looked good. Josh Allen looked good. Um, And that's kind of the things you're looking for. You're like, okay, if Josh Allen's looking good, you know, um, then, you know, go with that. Um, And and the other thing he has going for him is – Team saw that Diggs did well last last year, so people were trying to stop Diggs. So, you know, he had, he's he's in one on one coverage, so he could just eat. Yeah. You know, he could just cook his man and eat all day because, as you notice, Diggs hasn't produced a big game yet because they're no, they're, he um, they're shadowing him. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and one guy I would tell people to maybe stay away from. Uh, is Deshaun Jackson um, simply because the volume's not there? I think unless they're going to just decide to start featuring him, the volume is just not there enough to want to mess with him. Um, he's showing he still has the speed and the burst, but it's just is it going to always be there? Can he always take the top off? And because they're only giving him like one or two or three passes, so um, yeah. they pretty much have to be to the house now. We get we're going to start getting into the bye weeks, so maybe you get that if you want that desperate filler. I would say play him after he had a down week. I would. I don't think I would play him after he had a high week. I would play him after he did. Like if he does nothing, and then that next week I'll play him because then that's how game plans work. A lot of times I say, okay, let's get him the ball this week. You know, yeah. um, so I would kind of stay away from that one. Um, Cordell Cordell Patterson is another guy um, that I've been mentioning in the last few weeks. He's still only well now he's sixty five percent owned, so he might not be available. Uh, but my last guy would be Tim Patrick. Um, KJ Hamler went down, if I'm not mistaken, right? With a torn ACL. Yeah, Yeah. and so um, Tim Patrick might be like Teddy Bridgewater is looking good. Uh, Let's just say it. He's 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 not doing us. He's he's playing really well right now. And um, Patrick must be gone though. Patrick roster wise. He's probably rostered in over fifty percent of leagues. Um. Well, on sleeper, well, on sleeper, they, some of my on sleeper, they, on sleeper, they have him as thirty. As sleeper, they have him uh, rostered in thirty five percent. And then oh, in two of our ESPNs, um, he, he's a, uh, two of my ESPNs. He's available also. So, oh yeah. wow! So yeah, I would say grab him. Um, league, I yeah. think he, he's there because I mean he's only yeah. been getting like ten to twelve points. You know, everybody's looking for that twenty point guy. Exactly. True. And now he and now he might actually go ahead and run. So turn it up because I need like I'm I'm losing in one league and all I need is like 15 more points from from Dax. I don't think I'm gonna get it because it's just not that type of game. But anyway, um, so that'd be my final guy would be um Tim Patrick. Any last thoughts, guys? Before we get on out of here, um, 
you know, anything you guys want to add heading into week three? Any anything? Uh, any uh, players uh, that um? What? You know? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, one thing I, I just wanted to give a little fantasy advice because some people may be um, new users. I want to say that you have to take the emotion out of it. So if you're a Jets <laughs> fan, do not just draft all Jets and think that that's going to get you somewhere. You know, it's like. And um, you have to take the emotion out of it because yeah. that will get you screwed. So, yeah. You, yeah. You, you know, you have to go for production if you want to win. Exactly. And, and one thing is, um, and Jerome can speak to people because now we're getting to the point where they say, like, if you're 0-3, your chances of making the playoffs <laughs> is very slim. And Jerome has went 0-5 or 6 and in and, and our league of record. And he – has made the playoffs. He, he made the playoffs and yep. he came close once. I came close to winning, so, man. So I came close. Kickers go first? Kickers go first? And kickers go first, yep. man. I played the hell out of that yep. waiver wire. Yep. I played the yep. hell out of that waiver wire. I believe I I might, I may have did one trade. I can't remember now. But I remember I played the hell out of the waiver wire. And then I went on like a six, seven game win streak. And then it came down to the last game. I won the last game. Then I won the first playoff game. And then I lost that next playoff game really close. And it was an amazing, <laughs> amazing run, man. It was like one for the eight. Cause, cause most people, that. most people would give up 0 and 5, 0 and 6, you know, but yeah. I, I couldn't, man. I couldn't. I, I don't know if it was, I, I don't, and I don't think, I, I think if it happened again, I still would do the same thing. But I will say at the time, I was only in three leagues. So it was a little easier to, to, to put all my yeah. focus onto it. But I, that's yeah. just the kind of fantasy football I am. I don't give up, man. I'm like, and I felt like my team was, I was like, I feel like we could be good. Like, I just need, you know, I was missing a piece. I love it. So, yeah, that, that's, um, uh, thank you, Jerry, for, for you know, I appreciate yeah. that. That's, that's that was impressive, it. man, because it was, I mean, you made trades, you picked up people on the waiver. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even use your commissioner powers, which you could have did. It probably gave, <laughs> gave myself at least one or two just, wins, right? <laughs> that was impressive, man. That yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Speaking of the league of record, uh, going to break 190 points. This uh, this weekend, hey, and yeah, you're the you're in the place. clouds, man. You're you uh, on the clouds. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've oh. noticed your team, and I'm looking now. I'm like, whoa, looking good, yeah. looking good. Like, so I have 40 percent wins in, uh, in my leagues this week, but uh, the two home leagues, your guys, and then my home league, uh, I, I pulled out wins. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, you are you are smoking, man. It's it's very few times where you walk away from a draft and you like. This guy's team is way better than everybody else's team. Like you might say, this guy has a good team, but you know, I could play a few things right. Uh, you know, on paper, because of course, on paper is totally yeah, different than how the team sure, goes. Sure. But it was yeah. just like when during after that draft, I said, this guy Neil's team is. I mean, he's he's yeah. he's gonna have to he's gonna have to lose it himself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah. Have to get drunk and accept the trade or something. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm, and, and, I'm and finding then, out when he goes to happy hour and just sending him deals because yeah. I'm like, man, we got to start playing against him. And he's getting yeah. to that point where you start meeting with other league members and start plotting against somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think the only two people who really have a chance against you, and this is now obviously it's only three three weeks in. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I feel like Jerry has a really good chance, and I feel like uh, Brandon. My cousin Brandon, who's won, who's won it back to back the last two years, Brandon right. has won. Shout out to Brandon. He listens to us while he's at work, man. Shout out to you out there in Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's um, beasting, man. Because he's he, beasting. He did the feat that you've done. Was it three peat or or did he three peat or he did yeah. Has anyone three peated? Has anyone three peated? Um, I just won twice. 
okay, back to back. Twice. I think I did back to back. I'm gonna check. I almost got three. I so think. so he'll be the first one to go three if he does. And yeah. and let yeah. me point out too, he went most of the season. So the name of our league is Kickers Go First. Yeah, uh, we That's all been in the league together for I think 11 years now, since like 2011 or 2012, 10, okay. 11 years, something like that, right? The yeah. 19 years, something like that. Um, yeah. He did something that's a little different, too. And I think Jerry did that as well. You guys won because we play with kickers. The name of the league is Kickers Go First. This is a joke, right? But we do play with kickers in a defense and a defender. And I think he won. Or was that just you, Jerry? But I believe he won some games, too, without having yeah, a defender too. or him a defense. Too. Yeah, him, too. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, defender yeah. or a defense. Too. So he that was just like, wow. <laughs> He, he stopped my three-peat and went on his own, you know. He's going for his own three-peat, so. Yeah, yeah, Brandon's yeah, doing yeah, it, man, he, so he that's. so strong, yeah, and I think where he gets an advantage is he knows a lot about those college players, man. He, uh, he'll he be on wow. a guy like Jefferson or, you know, different guys where, he, you know, I'm a little skeptic. He's on them, and, uh, yeah. you know, at Friday Night Lights in Texas, I don't know if he's watching them in high school, if he knows these guys <laughs> or what, but. Yeah. Yeah, man, he got the key, and, um. Shout out to Jerome team, man. He's, he broke 160, so he's um, the second highest scorer this week. So uh, Jerome's writing that championship run. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, in order for me to win, I'm going to be honest, in order for me to do anything, it's going to have to be another waiver wire uh, waiver wire uh, year for me. It's going to have to be come off the waiver wire. Um, I'm hurting because AJ. it's surprising that I score so much with A.J. Brown being out but uh, and Higgins. So yeah, you got a zero. Every time you put up one sixty with a zero, you're you're deadly. So that's uh, that's um, you know, something else. Um, so anyway, you guys, thanks you guys again for tuning in, and thank you guys for being on. Thank you, Neil, so much for coming on. I know you um have you know stuff you got to do. Um, and I appreciate you you know staying on the whole time and and, and uh being a part of this. Um, and thank thank you uh thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Any last uh any last sure. last words or anything or. Uh, nothing much, but uh, okay. just that my uh, my game, my uh, my my Eagles, not my Eagles, but my, that's not coming through here. So go Cowboys, go Cowboys, <laughs> and, <laughs> and can you please put Pollard in to get a run? Please just give the yeah, ball to Pollard for a touchdown, yeah, so I can get come back on Jerry. Let Let Cooper catch one touchdown. Here. Oh yeah, Cooper or let Cooper. Here, yeah, three. let Cooper. Throw it to Cooper, you idiot! <laughs> oh, he's gonna he's gonna do it himself. Oh, shout out to Gus yeah. Johnson, by the way, one of the yeah, best man. announcers. There is. Um, and thank you, Jerry, Legend Jerry, for coming on, man. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, man, you know, we went out uh, bike riding, uh, Neil. He got me into bike riding um, oh, this weekend. I haven't rode a bike in nice. I don't know how long. And Jerry's oh, been d- been into uh, bike riding. He has, like, these BMX bikes, type of bikes and stuff like that. Nice. And um, he's been going riding alongside the beach. And I uh, went out with him this week and, uh, man, had a great time. I'm biking now, man. It was it was so much nice. fun, man. I'm, me too. I'm, I'm in it, man. But I will say, I definitely need to get a seat. <laughs> so I'm going to need to get a seat. There's no doubt about that. I'm hurting. My legs are hurting and my ass is hurting. I will have to get a seat. I was wondering why you weren't sitting down all the way. Right, right. I was like, this is hurting, man. I said, gosh, don't. I will have a seat. That they have you do for basketball in high school, those drills where you're 
You just you go on the wall and you just squat down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell your wife to stop using those toys in the bedroom, Jerome. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. The way I was walking, you would have thought I, I was getting right. The way I was the way I was walking, you would have thought I was getting pegged. <laughs> but um, you know, hey, you know, guys, it, it wasn't our anniversary, so I can't even believe you would ask me something like that. <laughs> all right you guys thank you guys so much for coming on um all right man it's such an adrenaline rush man i couldn't believe how like that emotional high after you get off man it's like whoa this was fun man i can't wait for the next one you know i'm thinking the hot takes and yeah just trying to look at stats and be ready for next week to i gotta defend giovanni bernard now (laughs) (laughs) hey Hey, that's okay because i i actually like i tell you guys i actually play the guys i tell you guys i play cephas and uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I played him too. I played him too. And and the thing with him is, I mean, I was like, hey, he's a physical guy. He's going to get his. And then you just to watch Khalif Raymond doing work. I'm like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're going to go for it on fourth and go. Before we get off, we'll watch this fourth and go fourth together. Go it's a Cooper. The, the score is 27 to 14. Uh, the Cowboys. They can waste their time out. Let's I see. see the trying to draw them offside. Oh yeah, they might try, but 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 even so, it won't matter about the offsides. Well, unless they're gonna go for it, because then it's they, they, they didn't use their timeout. I, I, they didn't use I the timeout. I think he's stupid. I think he's stupid. Throw it to, go throw it to Cooper. Throw it to Cooper. You sucker. He gonna run it in. Throw it to Cooper. No, that we. Oh, Cedric Wilson's wide open. Oh, Wilson touchdown! Shout out to Neil. Cedric Wilson was wide open, yeah. and it's crazy, uh, Jerry, because he was wide open for a minute. Wow. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Um, followers, you guys can follow me on Twitter and all social uh, media platforms at Jerome, J-E-R-O-M-E underscore T-E-N. And you can follow the podcast as well on Twitter at Do The Math Cast. Do The Math Cast on Twitter. Follow us. We'll be dropping episodes. And look at my tweet. Shout out to Sleeper. We're going to tweet out uh, Austin Eckler. Follow us for some good updates and all that kind of stuff and on our takes. Thank you guys and have a good night. Monday Night Football is not over, but hey. Enjoy, enjoy the fourth quarter, gentlemen. I'll let you guys know in the next episode how well I did. <laughs>